Those who are reading poetry a century or two from now and looking in their anthologies will, I think, find among the 20th century poets that are still vital to the way the imagination works, the poems of Richard Wilbur. I've come back to Wilbur a number of times in the course of this series on, on poetry, and I come back to him again today because his poem, Advice to a Prophet, strikes me as particularly apt for our time. Wilbur wrote this poem pretty clearly back in the heyday of the Cold War. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it were written in the very early 1960s, around the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. People in those days were building fallout shelters and looking at Cuba where the Russians were installing their missiles with long range and nuclear warheads. And uh, if, when I think of those days, when I was a child, there was a kind of um, expectation of some apocalyptic disaster that I think Wilbur is addressing in this poem, Advice to a Prophet. It's a little longer than the usual poems that I read. So I'm just gonna read through it I'll point to a couple of things toward the end and then um, leave it at that. Advice to a Prophet by Richard Wilbur. When you come, as you soon must, to the streets of our city, mad-eyed from stating the obvious, not proclaiming our fall, but begging us in God's name to have self-pity, Spare us all word of the weapons, their force and range, the long numbers that rocket the mind. Our slow, unreckoning hearts will be left behind, unable to fear what is too strange. Nor shall you scare us with talk of the death of the race. How should we dream of this place without us? The sun, mere fire, the leaves untroubled about us, a stone look on the stone's face. Speak of the world's own change. Though we cannot conceive of an undreamt thing, we know to our cost how the dreamt cloud crumbles, the vines are blackened by frost, how the view alters. We could believe, if you told us so, that the white-tailed deer will slip into perfect shade, grown perfectly shy. The lark avoid the reaches of our eye. The jack pine lose its knuckled grip on the cold ledge. And every torrent burn, as Xanthus once, its gliding trout stunned in a twinkling. What should we be without the dolphin's arc? The doves return. These things in which we have seen ourselves and spoken. Ask us, prophet, how shall we call our natures forth when that live tongue is all dispelled, that glass obscured or broken? In which we have said the rose of our love and the clean horse of our courage in which beheld the singing locust of the soul unshelled, 
and all we mean or wish to mean. Ask us, ask us whether with the worldless rose our hearts shall fail us. Come demanding whether there shall be lofty or long-standing when the bronze annals of the oak tree close. I love this poem. It's such a meditation on the way that we know ourselves through the things of the natural world. If you're going to scare us with some apocalyptic scenario, tell us what happens to the world, not just that we're going to be eradicated. Um, make us imagine, as, as Wilbur puts it, that every torrent will burn as Xanthus once. That's a reference back to the Iliad when Achilles and the river Xanthus are fighting in one of those unlikely battles. And Hephaestus comes down to fight against the river that's about to overwhelm Achilles. And the whole torrent is burned back into its banks by, by the fire of Hephaestus. What should be, we, be without the dolphin's ark? Wilbur asked us. The doves return. What's that a reference to, if not to that moment after the destruction of the world by flood, when the dove comes back with the olive branch in its beak to tell Noah that the, the world is now inhabitable again? Um, how are we going to call our natures forth when the ways that we understand our own nature are dispelled? Um, how are we going to talk about love without the rose, the rose of our love, or courage without the horse, which would be destroyed along with the burned river in this apocalyptic scenario that Wilbur has us imagine? The clean horse of our courage, wonderful phrase. The singing locust of the soul unshelled and all we mean or wish to mean. Wilbur is wonderful for getting at that sense of the metaphors through which we understand our own natures and how we come to see what we are through seeing what other things around us are. Um, what are we gonna do if there's no longer the oak tree? How will we understand lofty or long standing when the bronze annals of the oak tree close? <laughs>